When the whole family comes together to watch the game, nobody wants to miss a second of the action to run to the grocery store. With Instacart, you can get all your weekly groceries in as fast as an hour. Less time shopping means more game time. Let's go. Visit instacart.com to get free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. $10 minimum per order. Additional terms apply. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Welcome to the Dell Wamsley Radio Show. <laughs> Dell challenges the status quo, questions everything, and empowers you to return to your core beliefs to make your life better. If you're ready to hear the truth and catch your roadmap to the lifestyle you really want, the next hour will change your life. And now your host, self-made millionaire, national award-winning investor of the year, CEO and founder of Lifestyles Unlimited, Del Wamsley. Welcome to Del Wamsley Radio Show, where the hype ends and the help begins. I'm your host, Del Wamsley, and as always, we're working on your financial freedom. Well, my friends, I'm going to share some ideas with you today that are kind of old school. And the reason I'm doing that is... I've have received some emails from people asking me some questions about how to do some things that we used to do in the past. We don't see happening a lot anymore. But before I do that, I want to just take you back 30 years ago when I first started this thing and make you realize the evolution of what we do or share with you the evolution. I don't want to make you realize, but share with you the evolution. When I first started this, there were all these real estate gurus out there. Dave Delgado, Robert Allen, Jeff McCone, Tommy Vu, the Milans, Ron LeGrand, Carl Chief, Robert Kiyosaki, you name it. There was a course out there. Even Donald Trump had a course. And pretty much all those courses were designed to get poor people that had no retirement future at all or no real possibility of a good job to get them to invest some portion of their hard-earned money into a course that would teach them how to go out and buy real estate. And generally, the term was nothing down real estate. Uh, it was the concept that these poor people needed some way to trick the system. Now, the people back then that had money, they never listened to these seminars. They, they would just poo-poo the idea of buying real estate and taxes and tenants and toilets. They thought it was all crazy and that any intelligent, college-educated human being that had a normal job was putting all their money in a 401k. And back then I had to fight and fight and fight. People came to me kicking and screaming. You know, one spouse would drag the other spouse in. The other spouse goes, no way. I'm not going to get rid of my 401k. I'm not going to get rid of my IRA. And I don't want to deal with taxes, tenants, and toilets. And it was just mind-boggling. Uh, that's all changed. Now real estate investing is one of the most common ways for a highly educated person to increase the size and the amount of their portfolio, the profitability of their portfolio, because over 30 years of being on the radio, 
30 years of people copying what I do and creating all kinds of copycat real estate training programs, which, by the way, you have to understand, before I came along, there was no real estate training program. There were courses you could take from CDs, is the most current ones, backwards, it was uh, audio tapes, and back before that, it was even eight-track eight tapes. I mean, that's all you did. You bought some some tape, books and tapes, you took it home and you digested it and tried to go out and do it on your own. I was the first one to put together a course where you literally had an office to come to, people to go through the deals with. And once people caught on to how successful that was as a training method, my students started popping up programs all over the country. And then even people that weren't my students who just copycatted me started popping up all over the country. And hence, we are where we are today, where real estate investing is one of the most popular ways to create wealth, right? So today, we're going to talk about some old school stuff, and then we're going to talk about the current market conditions and what you can look forward to in this kind of a market. And to do that and to help with that is my sales manager from Lifestyles Realty, which is one of my sister companies I own, uh, which is a real estate sales company, is Jeff Smith, who is the sales manager for Lifestyles Realty. Jeff, welcome to the show. Hey, Joe. How are you? Very good, sir. Thank you. I got a couple questions for you. I'm going to want you to walk us through them. You were around back in the old days when we... We're all in quest for the something for nothing, all in quest for the low down payment deals. I mean, I remember buying house after house after house for no more than 2000 bucks out of pocket. It was very common when I started. I mean, I'm probably the first 10 or 20 houses I put almost nothing down on. You lived through that era also. And so you remember it. Nowadays, the era has completely changed. And you're going to share with us, if you will, today, the difference. But let's start first with... In the old days, Jeff, they used to have tricks, and I hate to call them tricks. I definitely don't call them secrets because they're never secrets, but they were tricks that people would use to get into real estate. And one of the tricks was to buy anything from a duplex, triplex, or a fourplex, which is still considered single-family housing and still got single-family financing privileges. In other words, the ability to get into the deals for much less than commercial. They would take and buy one of these kinds of deals and live in one of the units, hence calling it a personal home, rent out the other units, whether it's duplex, triplex, or fourplex, the other units that they're not living in, they'd rent out, but they would be able to use this preferred financing package to get in. And I mean, the rate of return on a deal like that, Jeff, if, if you can go through some numbers, it's astronomical. If you can buy one for 3% down to live in and you have three other units that are paying you rent, four, four rental payments tied to a small down payment has got to be an astronomical rate of return. What do you say about this? I think it's a decent way to get started. I, you know, especially if you're if you're young, you don't have a family uh, yet, and, and you don't mind living near your tenants. I mean, if you're if you're screening your tenants well, I, it's, it, it can be it can be a very very lucrative way to get started. Um, in the example you're using with a fourplex, well, actually any any personal residence you can get as a as an owner. Occupant, you can get three and a half percent down payment through an FHA program, and so if you're only putting three and a half percent down on a property, and you're getting three other units to to pay the rent, and then a year later when you move out and 
do it again, you're, you're, uh, uh, you'll have four units paying rent on, uh, really, if, if, if you're looking at, at this today, um, let's, let's say you're looking at a, a, a $250,000 property. Your, your down payment on that is, is $110,000. It's $7,500 in this example. And the, the, uh, this, the median rent in Houston right now for a single family home, I, I don't know what it would be for a, a duplex unit or a townhouse unit, but for a single family home, the median rent in the Houston area, $1,750. So if you just figure something less, maybe, maybe $1,200, $1,300 a month for a, for a townhouse style unit, you're on a, you know, three of those on a, on a, $7,500 investment, and I'm not forgetting closing costs because in that loan, in that kind of a loan, you can negotiate for the seller to pay your closing costs as a as a buyer up to six percent of the sales price. So, so you're 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 looking at a $7,500 investment, and and for the first year revenues of let's call it $1,200 a unit for three units, that's $3,600 a month. Like even if even if you uh, didn't finance that, that's a good return. But but with leverage, it's just outstanding. Well, so you're talking about here, man. That's twelve hundred dollars a month. That's doesn't take into account the expenses, though, or does it? No, it doesn't. That's that's your your your. Um, revenue, so, your so what would you say the cash, the positive cash would be on that? Let's get down to that number. I'd, I'd say $400 a month. $400 each unit? So 400 yeah. times uh, f- 4 is 1600 a month, times 12 is 16032 That's $19,000 a year, give or take some bad math on the radio. So 19000 yeah. a year on a $7,500 investment, that's over a 200% return, Jeff. Just on cash flow. So, so you're, that, that's, that's true. Now, now that's year two and be, and beyond. Year one, remember, you're only, you're living in one of those units, um, to get the, to get the, uh, the 3% down loan product. Okay. Um, so that's 1200 and 12 times 12 is 44, 144 is 14,000 a year. 144 a year to 7,500 is still 200%, isn't it? It, uh, let's see. It's, nah, it's just a slight amount of, like, 190 percent or something that's unbelievable now i'm surprised more people don't do this now my counter to it when i used to teach in the beginning was that man i wouldn't want to take my family and live right next uh to my tenants but you're right take a single person or or even a young couple that don't have any kids yet that really wouldn't be much of a big we're going to be right back with jeff smith and the del wamsley radio show your fever is high and the pressure to log in at work is too but when you finally decide to take care of you there's instacart just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings camera on while she's sneezing coughing and aching doesn't mean you have to do the same take it from us trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind instead get everything from tissues and teas to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered through instacart in as fast as 30 minutes 
If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect coworker of yours. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of colors starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Talk 1370. Welcome back. Now here's some more unconventional wisdom to set you free from the man on a mission to retire America one person at a time. Del Wamsley. Welcome back to the Del Wamsley Radio Show. With me here today is Jeff Smith, which is the uh, sales manager for one of my companies called Lifestyles Realty in the Houston market. And Jeff has been around uh, Lifestyles now for 20 plus years. I don't know exactly how long, but it's almost as long as I have. And uh, he's seen it all happen. Ups, the downs, the sideways, the whole bit. And being the sales manager, he tracks all that stuff for us, so he's right on top of what's going on. Uh, here is a question I didn't warn you I was going to ask you, but I think it's soft enough that you can figure it out on the on the go, and that is back when I was doing this, I owned, uh, there was three fourplexes up on Jones Road, 1960, not Jones Road, 1960 and Perry or something like that. There were, uh, that I owned, I owned fourplexes, down in Behringer Knoll and in Behringer Way, where there were at least 20 or 30 du- or fourplexes, 20 or 30 fourplexes in each of those areas. I own five duplexes on Tower Oaks Boulevard. Um, the point I'm getting to, there were hundreds of places, there was hundreds of properties that were generally situated in groups of say five or 10, either duplexes or fourplexes or whole subdivisions of them. Are those things still around and are people still buying those? They, they are still around and yes, people are, are still buying them. Um, you know, you know, the, the, uh, uh, these these things are um, now. I will say though that when when someone buys the you know let's say there's four fourplexes that are all adjacent to each other, a lot of times we'll we'll have somebody buy all four of them and then and then treat it as a as a commercial property. They'll just buy all four of them at once. So that's a it's a it's a different. Uh, a different strategy than we were talking about in the last segment where you would try to get owner-occupant financing. In this case, you'd have to get a multifamily loan. In fact, I have uh, uh, a listing right now that is eight units that's just like that that should go under. I'm expecting it to go under contract today. We have uh, accepted the, an LOI, and, and the buyer is going to do exactly that. It's two fourplexes adjacent to each other. 
and he, he's uh, my client bought the property five years ago. He's more than more than doubled his money on the deal. The next guy should be able to do the same thing, and um, and and it's in this case it's it's just a matter of uh, getting getting improving the the operation of the property, but uh, but many of the same principles apply, and, and the availability is is still there. Now, inventory across the market as a whole is really tight, and so uh, it, it's it's a lot tighter this year than it was last year, uh, but, you know, and this segment of the market is no different. It's tighter, but, but we're still doing business. Now, I'm going to ask you a very complicated question. We're going to lose some listeners on this one, Jeff. Um, but I would just like to hear your opinion for my own edification here, and that's back when I was doing this game, the way I would do it is I would buy them as a commercial deal, like I bought five duplexes as a commercial deal and I paid 20000 a door for it, uh, and it appraised off its NOI as a commercial deal. But then I turned around and broke those up, into five single or 10 single family units. And the single family units in the neighborhood were appraising for $40,000 a door. So I went from a $20,000 a door appraisal in a commercial deal loan to a $40,000 a door, actually it's 45,000 a door, so it's 450,000 on a residential loan, okay? So I was able to go from commercial to residential and double my money. Now, I also saw people that were idiots that went over to Derry, Ashford, and Westheimer, and there's a whole group of duplexes and fourplexes there. Uh, Meadow on the Muse, I think is what it was called. And some ignorant investor, foreigner, didn't know what he's doing, bought that place com uh, as residential properties, turned around and turned it into an apartment complex of about 100 units, and the value went from $40,000 a unit down to $10,000 a unit because the NOI was so low. Uh, just dumb right. as a rock, right? Just dumb as a rock. So what I'm wondering with you is, when you're seeing this right now, can you get more appraisal out of a property like that as a commercial deal coming off the NOI approach to uh, value or residential appraised values? Because residential values are very high right now. Also, sure. what do you think? Yeah, it, I, in the case of a duplex, I think you're right. Uh, my aunt, uh, you know my aunt Beth. She's considering that with one of her duplexes uh, at, at the moment because, you know, th this is one where she she's probably owned it for twenty five or thirty years, and and you know the 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 appraisal that we are expecting on each side of this duplex is. Uh, it's just the, the the rate of appreciation that we've seen over the last 10 years in, in the last year has been crazy high but uh, we're seeing prices that that she can she can get out of these duplexes at, you know 10 times what she paid for the property 25 years ago so she's really considering taking that and and reinvesting it is that on a residential loan or on a commercial deal well, it's a duplex, so it's uh, it's a residential loan. Okay. So you understand what I'm saying, though. I'm asking you, if you bought, say, five of them together, and you bought sure. them commercially from some dude, just sold them all to you, and you wrapped them into an LLC and called them, you know, commercial property, then uh, 
would you be better off selling it as commercial property or breaking it back down and getting residential appraisals per building? I'm guessing that it, it, the demand is so high right now and on the commercial side with where, where we're seeing cap rates, um, it, it, the difference would, would be negligible, uh, I'm, I'm guessing, on threeplexes and fourplexes for sure. That if that most of uh, most of what I'm seeing is that, that folks who are however they bought it is, is how they're selling it. Um, making the conversion would just would just delay the sale if they're ready to sell. I got you. So it's not that much of a difference anymore, then, huh? Not not for not for triplexes or, or fourplexes. Um, now, if you were to, you know, with duplexes, if you were to break them up individually, like the, uh, yeah, I used to have an office over on uh, on the other side of Jones from the five duplexes you're talking about. I used to drive past them every day. And uh, in, a, in a scenario like that where you had five duplexes and you sold each unit, each of the ten units by itself, uh, clearly you'd come out. Uh, ahead, making the conversion to single family, but most of the most of the way that the fourplexes that that we're working with are built, they're more like if you were to do that, it would be more more like a condo, um, and it, uh, it it would be it would be a I think a tougher a tougher route. All right. Well, we're going to take a break now. When we come back, Jeff, what I want to go into is the marketplace today. I've had many emails come into me, uh, and I told a gentleman we'd hit touch on this today, so he's listening special just to hear this. We'll be right back with Jeff Smith and the Dell Wamsley Radio Show. Nice. Today's episode is sponsored by NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Sometimes you need a change of pace. That includes your finances. Get smart with your budgeting with financial tips straight from the nerds. NerdWallet's trusted experts will set future you up for success by untangling today's web of financial misinformation. Learn about smart investing strategies, tax planning pointers, and travel tips to save on a fun family getaway. Maybe somewhere tropical? Spring ahead for smarter decisions in 2024. Follow NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours... The energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter, and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven! Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Talk 1370, the right choice. 
Welcome back. Now, here's some more unconventional wisdom to set you free from the man on a mission to retire America, one person at a time, Del Wamsley. Welcome back to Del Wamsley Radio Show. With me here today is Jeff Smith, the sales manager for Lifestyles Realty out of Houston, Texas. He's helping us out with uh, some market condition questions. Jeff, uh, a couple of months, a couple a couple of years back, I did a show called The Black Swan, where I explained to people that the traditional up and down movement of a market, which was, you know, almost like a sine wave uh, and had been normal for markets for centuries, was gone. And that there was now something I called a black swan event, which said that the government is no longer going to let the value of things go down. And that that market where we keep thinking it's too high, it's too high, it's too high, it's too high, it's going to blow. Uh, just isn't the case. Guy wrote me a letter, email, said, I just listened to your podcast in the Black Swan event. It's amazing how accurate some of your predictions were just years ago. I'm curious your thoughts today on these same topics. Do you still think housing is continuing to appreciate at this time? It seems that the government and the Federal Reserve will do anything to keep asset prices up in everything, real estate, stocks, bonds, etc., uh, look at what's happened last March. It's soon as it got bad, they stepped in and propped it back up again. Jeff, how do you see this? I, I, I'm tending to believe the black swan effect is still in effect. I don't see anything going down on either side of me anywhere. What about you? Well, no, I don't. I mean, the, and I can give you several reasons why. Um, I, now, the, the one thing I keep hearing about is, is uh, all right, as soon as, as, soon as uh, the government relaxes some of these eviction and foreclosure uh, rules that there's, a, there's this great big uh, number of foreclosures in the pipeline. And, and it just doesn't seem like that, that, that can, that's the case to me. Um, just in, in the last year, you know, February to February, the median price of a Houston area single family home, the median price, not, not the average, which is going to be $75,000 higher than this, but the median price is, is $276,000. That's a 12, over a 12% increase. Um, and, and the reason we're seeing these increases, when a lot of people, when the lockdown started a year ago, expected things to go in the opposite direction, is that uh, the demand for these properties has uh, hasn't hasn't changed. The, uh, and in fact, it, you know, sales are up, but the, but what is available is down considerably. Um, we are we are looking at. You know, uh, the, the number of active listings in the market today is 38% below what it was last year. Um, months of inventory for single-family homes is at 1.6 months. A market that is normal is considered to be six and a half months. So we've got a long way to go before, before, uh, before you get to any kind of place where you would be thinking that the market is switched. Uh, so let me, cool. let me clarify that for a second, Jeff, because you're rattling through it, and some people out there, beginners, don't understand what you're – well, they understand what you're saying, but they can't put two and two together. What you're saying is there's so much demand for this stuff that if all of a sudden they allowed foreclosures, the stuff would be sucked up instantly. You'd hear a big sucking sound, and those foreclosures would all be gone. Is that what you're saying? I'm saying, yes, that, that is what I'm saying, 
if those foreclosures made it to market. But there are a number of um, these, these large funds that have been recapitalizing over over the last year that I don't know that that even a majority of any foreclosures that may come may be coming uh, would would make it to a full market. I think they they might be sold in groups uh, to uh, uh, to to these funds that are that are buying properties to to rent them out. In fact, builders are now building to rent, building entire subdivisions that they don't intend to sell the property that they're building them to rent them. Wow, that is unbelievable to have that type of a rent product ratio. That's just I've never heard of that before. It's uh, it went with, yeah. I, I think you may have undersold your your black swan event uh, theory. <laughs> well, so it's still good though. We're still making money. You you went through with me the other day some numbers on what kind of rents and and rate of returns we're getting. It doesn't appear that the rate of return has gone down, even though the house prices are up. You know, thirty forty percent from before. The housing, the the rents are up, and you said also the interest rates are so low. Give us an idea what kinds of rates of return you're seeing coming out of these deals, even though they're more expensive. Sure, we're we're looking at uh, almost twenty percent cash on cash returns as a as a median. Now, I you know the, you know the difference between a median and, and an average, and the reason I go with median is because we do enough of these nothing down. You know, we're very low down payment deals that if I gave you like an average cash on cash return, like, like of the transactions we closed at Lost Sales Realty last year, if the average cash on cash return was 6,000%. That's not a, a number that we can, you know, work with. But if we go with the median where half of them were below this and half of them uh, are above this, we're looking at a 20% return uh, just from cash on cash and a 70% return uh, on uh, gain, right, or uh, a gain return on cash. So so you're getting a 70% equity increase right out of the gates. You're getting a 20% uh, cash on cash return. And really the, the, you know, the, the difference in how the properties look, what we're doing this year compared to, to last year, and I'm using uh, last year because uh, my numbers go through February. The lockdown started in in March, so I'm I'm looking at you know what this year versus last year is uh, a pre and uh, post incident type of uh, scenario. And what we're looking at, we're we paid a hundred thousand, uh, uh, you know, a median sales price of a hundred and hundred three thousand dollars last year for uh, a, a single-family property, we're still paying that this year. The difference is the value, the appraisals that we're getting has gone from 165 to 182. So we're, we're increasing that spread between the price and the appraisal, uh, but also the, the rehab, the materials costs are increasing. So some of the rehabs are... Um, <clears throat> some of the rehabs are, are a little bit more. The rehabs have gone from... Um, you know, uh, high 20s to, to mid-30s. So when you put it all together, the, 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 uh, the, the rates of return are the same. We're, we're getting closer to $500 a month cash flow. Last year we were getting closer to 400 but the cash out of pocket to get that 500 is is a little bit more. We went from the, from the low 20s to the mid-20s. So, Jeff, let me 
back into this for a second. You tell me if I'm just totally off the wall, but is it a possibility that the real estate investment market as a whole, driven largely by 50,000 Lifestyles members around the country and then all of the people that are auxiliary to that who buy these single-family homes for rentals, and I'm sure our 50,000 people are a large percentage of this, not counting going against you know BlackRock and all these big buyers, right? But just as individuals, we're probably a very high percentage of that. Do you think that we've locked into our minds that we need a 20% return? So if building materials go up in price, we've got to have a better spread so that we're demanding that we're waiting for the deals to get to that point where we can get that spread so that when you have the higher demand, you know, for appraisal, uh, where you can get the, you know, the uh, lower interest rates and you put that together and you then factor in, okay, I can pull this off even though the cost of rehab is higher. It still fits my bundle that I'm looking for. Is that what's really happened? Is it really the market being controlled by the demand of the buyers? You know, I hadn't considered that. Uh, yeah, I, to use an analogy, I always figured that we were the we were the more skilled surfers on the wave. But I hadn't considered that we might be the wave. Um, and and so I don't know. I, I hadn't I hadn't considered that we were the driver of it. Uh, uh, we I, I always figured that we were just more skillful. But it's it certainly is possible that we are the cause. Because I talk to people all the time, Jeff, and I know you've been with me for a very long time. You've met a lot of brand new members who talk about the first one to five houses they buy before they join Lifestyles and how they're almost every time they buy no equity into the house, they don't estimate the rehab well enough, and they ended up either breaking even and losing money on most of those deals when they don't know what they're doing. So if that were the case, don't you think these deals would be flatter? Yeah, I, I I I see your point, um, and and yeah, there there is enough there are enough of those stories where people say, "I wish I would have I would have met you guys before I tried to do this myself." Um, that I I gotta believe that uh, uh, I gotta believe that what you're saying is is at least partially true, if not totally. All right, we're going to take a short break, and we'll bring Jeff back for the final segment. We'll be right back with Jeff Smith and the Dell Wamsley Radio Show. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at tmobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at tmobile.com. Tacovis is a terrific boot brand, and they're bringing a fresh perspective to heritage boot making. So they've carried forward all the time-honored traditions and quality you find in a great pair of cowboy boots. But they've innovated on comfort, style, and service. As someone who tries to pursue a minimalist lifestyle, I highly value quality over quantity. And I'm telling you, you can't find a higher quality boot than Tacovas. Their Western boots for men and women are handmade. Handmade from the most premium leathers with over 200 time-honored individual steps. Also, did I mention that they are Austin-designed, Texas-tested, and handmade down in the boot-making capital of the world, Leon, Mexico? And also, if you've ever wondered if you can pull off cowboy boots, which is something that I was thinking, you should pull on a pair of Tacovas and you'll see. 
Just do a quick search for Tecovas on social media and you'll see how adorably styled these boots can be. Visit tecovas.com, that's T-E-C-O-V-A-S dot com, and point your toes west. As we turn the corner into the new year, a lot of people are looking to get healthier. That includes Hero Bread, who have just launched their new recipe using heart-healthy olive oil. Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. All with no compromise on the taste, texture, and bready goodness you expect from your favorites. Now they're listening to their fans and updating their recipe with olive oil, an antioxidant-rich oil that's been shown to reduce cholesterol and minimize the risk of heart disease. Try it today with code HERO10 for 10% off your purchase at HERO.CO. That's code H-E-R-O-10 for 10% off at HERO.CO. Austin's Talk, 1370. Welcome back. Now, here's some more unconventional wisdom to set you free from the man on a mission to retire America, one person at a time, Del Wamsley. Welcome back to Del Wamsley Radio Show. With me here today is Jeff Smith, the sales manager for Lifestyles Realty in Houston, Texas. Jeff, uh, as we went to break here, we had talked about the fact that you'd, you've come across many, many people that had done it wrong before they got here. Um, I'm going to share with you an email about another type of person we run into, and that is the type of person that no matter what they hear about us or about what we do, they just will not conform. And then I'm going to get your opinion on this, and if you've run into these people, what do you do? Uh, I'm going to read this. I have a friend who, for the longest, swears rental real estate is too slow for him or it's too risky, so his investment strategy is to fix and flip. He hates the thought of buying and holding because it's too slow. But somehow fixing and flipping is less risky than holding rentals. Ha, ha, ha. Uh, But today he just called me a little stressed talking about how he feels like he has some bad juju going on or something because every time he is trading on Forex or day trading, he's losing money. Just this week, I believe he said he lost about $15,000. Now, I know for a fact that's a good amount of money that could have gotten him a house somewhere that would have cash flowed monthly and he would have some equity capture, but instead he's beating himself up over those stocks. So after he vents for 30 minutes and about everything he's lost, he says he's not going to continue looking for real estate deals because he feels like he just has too much bad luck. So I say, okay, then what about, what are you gonna do? Uh, Just not invest, he says for a while. I can't make this up, he says. I'm going to keep trading, of course. I got my money back. Ha, ha, ha. No, I, I'm sorry. I messed that up, he says. Um, he laughed at the fact. He said, I'm just going to keep trading, even though I have bad luck. Then he says, I'm going to keep trading, of course. I've got to get my money back. And then he goes, ha, 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 as if, you know, I just shook my head. He's going to go back to the thing that lost him money and expects to utilize it to make money. Got to have a cash flow and you can't get, oh no. I went on for 45 minutes ranting about your three rules of never losing money. Got to have cash flow and you can't get rich slow. Then I broke down the returns people presented in case study on March 4th in single family and even multifamily, which he has enough money to do passively. And after all the facts I presented him, he agreed the returns were great, 
but it's just not for me. He says, I just said, wow. Oh, he said, it's not for me. I just said, wow. And we finished our conversation about something else and hung up. I just couldn't help but wonder what Del Wamsley would say about this. Jeff, let's, let's tear this apart. Let's start with one simple question. What's going on with the buyers, the fixer and flipper guys right now? I've heard from Lynn, I thought that they're starting to narrow. There's not as many of them. They're getting pushed out of the market. What do you see? I, I Well, they are because just overall inventory is um, – is is a lot lower than it was, and the guys who are who are consistently successful at doing at at, at doing the um, the flipping aren't doing the buy fix and sell. They are putting they they are getting control of properties and, and then selling them to us, right? And so they're taking a little piece, and then we take the uh, the the, the long term piece. So it's it's um, and, and they then have to keep doing this over and over again. Those guys are spending ridiculous amounts of money every month on just on, on marketing. Um, the, the guys who are who are higher volume type uh, flipping. And a big part of their business is wholesaling the properties to to us. So we get a, uh, a great deal. They get a good deal. And, and, and the relationship seems to be symbiotic. So um, I, there, but because of the... Uh, Barriers of entry, for namely, namely the the budget they have to have for marketing, and then the tools they have to have to to deal with all the title problems that they that they encounter. Um, they clean that up before the deal gets to us, and 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 it really keeps the smaller time guys uh, from from really getting any traction. So, uh, and and plus the the, the wealthier people that, that I've met in real estate are doing what, what we do. Um, you know, most uh, 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 you know, the, the people who really do well hold the real estate. They they don't get rid of it. Matter of fact, uh, I think I've regretted every sale, every time I've sold one of my properties, uh, and looked back at how that thing would have performed had I kept it. And um, yeah, and I, I have that same feeling also, Jeff, except I have to then re- remind myself that the money I took out of that deal, I 10 x it back up to, you know, larger yeah. deals. Right. So that's that's where you make the difference on that. So you're right. I hate everything I've ever had. I look at it now and go, man, gosh, I went up in value. So, But you can't have it all in both ways. So we're looking at this thing, and this guy is saying it's slow. You ever remember when you were a kid the story of the tortoise and the hare? I do, yes. That's what this story reminds me of. You know, the, the hare is all over the place, running fast, going fast, doing things, active, activity, 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 activity. At the end of the thing, the tortoise, the slow and the steady win the race. Uh, I think slow and steady at 1% or 2% returns doesn't get you there, but I think if you're slow and steady at 20 to 30% returns, uh, which you're talking about, and, you know, you, we're not even talking about the capital gains thrown in on there, which makes it go up even higher. You know, 60%, 70% seems to be the number I'm seeing averaged out there on deals lately. Um, I think the, the slow and steady is going to get it. You got it. You know, the, the, the people who are afraid – uh, you're going to encounter them all the time. You just have to do it anyway. You, you know my family, and, and I've been doing this for 20 years, and my wife's parents were doing this for 20 years before that. And other people in my family, having seen what this kind of investing can do, still are, are, are doubtful. So um, you know, I'm sure in your family you have, you have doubters in spite of all that you've accomplished. 
I have nobody, nobody. I think one member of my entire family, one in all directions, uh, has ever joined Lifestyles, and you know, so. And that's a guy that I met just a year ago that is my same age, and I met him just a year ago. I'd never met him before, and because he didn't know me, he didn't have the fear of doubt. So it was a good thing. Well, Jeff, I appreciate you coming on today. I'm glad you keep track of all those numbers for us like that, and you're doing a great job. Keep helping people change their lives out there. And for the rest of you out there, keep this in mind. We're talking about money today. We're talking about deals today. What we're really talking about, though, for 30 years is the quality of your lifestyle. What are you doing? Are you ever going to be able to retire or at least know you have enough money to survive? That's it. It's not the money. It's the lifestyle. Have a wonderful day. We'll see you tomorrow. For listening to the Dell Wamsley Radio Show, teaching you the opposite of everything you've been taught so you can obtain the results you've never obtained. Join us seven days a week. Can't get enough? Visit DellOnTheRadio.com to listen to the Dell Wamsley Radio Show, access past your podcasts, and join the conversation. Save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of colors starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023.